Hey y'all, I'm Kendallin. And I'm Brandy. And you're now tuned in to God and Lemonade. Hey y'all, we would love to connect with you. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at God and Lemonade and send your questions to details at GodandLemonade.com. Now let's get to the show. Hey everybody, it's Ken here and I am back with another episode of God and Lemonade. Um, A couple of things. Today is Thursday, April 20th, and it is Brandy's birthday. So let's all send her some love. I mean, by the time you guys hear this, it'll be over, but you know what? We can still celebrate. So happy birthday, Brandy. Um, also, today, um, I just got back in town last night from a much needed getaway, and I am sitting here in one of my best friend's homes sipping on some tea and so I was like girl let's talk um it's just a perfect little morning the sun is out um so yeah let's get into it I have one of my best friends here with me today I just love her she's amazing um (laughs) our relationship started with well a couple of things so we went to college together to the Southern University, okay? (laughs) And we met each other first through our endeavors with the Student Government Association. Uh, But we really didn't have a friendship then, but we knew each other. And then we both, you know, decided to cross in the greatest sorority ever, Delta Sigma Theta. Uh, (laughs) And so through that, our friendship grew. now into like a real sisterhood i'm pretty much like a part of her family okay there's no getting rid of me so (laughs) i would like to welcome to the show one of my bestie bestie booze sister booze all that miss doctor i guess let me say that doctor (laughs) benita You are silly. You are silly. But I'm excited. I finally get to be on God Eliminate. How exciting is this? When you arrive, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really excited, honestly. Yay. Well, we are definitely excited to have you. Um, It's going to be fun. So I know that we have chatted randomly. We talk all the time. You know, the good thing I would say about all of my friends is that we always have very God-centered conversations. We do. Um, so that's such a blessing. You know, you need really that in your is. life. Yeah. Um, and so you and I have thrown around a couple of, like, ideas of things that we could talk about. And we finally have settled on, because it keeps coming back around, how friendships influence your walk. Um, and so that's definitely a very, very important topic. Uh, because your walk is everything. And sometimes... You know, we we don't realize, like, how we are positively influencing people or negatively influencing people. I totally so, agree. I love that you are excited about telling your story. And I'm happy to have my tea with me. I always, I usually have water. Uh, what, kind, what type of tea is this? 
Um, I think you're drinking green tea. Green tea? Yes. Oh, okay. That's what happens when people make you tea. You don't even know what you're drinking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always get tea made when I come here. So, I mean, this morning I had to request it, but that's okay. Um, hmm. So, I took my little sip and we are ready to go. So, basically... I guess let's just start from the beginning because, you know, our big thing here is just being able, allowing people to tell their stories and mm-hmm. how, like, your relationship with God kind of came full circle. So, how did yours start? <laughs> <laughs> Why? You, you know what I love about you? You're just so energized and your love for God is always seen just by actually the way you present your walk. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I love it. But let's just talk... Um, just looking at my walk, my walk has never really been one that was very clear cut because number one is I grew up in a Catholic home and nothing against um, Catholicism, but I, something, I wasn't being, I didn't personally feel like um, I was being fed. And I guess the the question is, or what I should say is, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Well, I would go to church and you know how you would leave like, I would leave empty. Mm-hmm. So reality is like, how do you know you're empty? Especially if you haven't experienced any other um, environment when it comes to um, being with like minds and God, my friends were all like Baptist or something in the Protestant um, realm of religion. And I would go with them to church sometimes and I would go there and I'd be like, Oh my gosh. Like I <laughs> yeah. was feeling like they were sometimes it was like they were ministering to me and I was just kind of like, Oh, a feeling of going to church and you feel like the word is being um, applied to you and then you can utilize it in your life. However, I would go to church and I would feel like, now, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and I remember telling my mom when I was growing up, like, I don't understand why I'm going to church because I feel like I'm just going and I'm just not getting anything out of it. And of course, she looked at me like, you know what? You just say way too much sometimes and you don't need to say. But that's the that was actually the start of me realizing like there's more to developing a relationship with God mm-hmm. than just going to a place. Yeah. And that's when I actively started like seeking that feeling that I had when mm-hmm. I would attend some of my friends church cuz I was like it just made me feel so different. It, it always made me feel like I would leave church and feel like I had to do better. Right. And so reality is that's what we always face with, even as adults now. It's always like, okay, you go to church, you hear an awesome word, and it's like, oh, I got to do better. And then we go right back into sin or whatever we're doing before because we get out of that high. Mm-hmm. So then the question is, when did you start chasing the high? I started, right. it was almost like, now I was like, oh, I like the feeling of it. So we're going <laughs> to, to my adulthood, when I when I was given the opportunity now to make my decision. So it wasn't based on going to church because, oh, mom or dad said you have to go to church. Now it was like, oh, I'm an adult now. So I can make my decision about who, like as far as my church home, my religion, things as such, was now the opportunity for me to make. And so, of course, as I um, became my own and I got to college and, you know, I started attending different churches and, you know, just kind of finding my place, of course, I was still in that world, you want to call it. I was yeah. still, like, going to church, getting that high you get when you get to church, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm about to change my life. And then you go right back to doing what you normally do. 
Like as soon as you walk out the door, <laughs> as soon as you as soon as you get that call, like what? All right, <laughs> God, I'll get back with you next week. Um, which is unfortunate, but it's real. Yeah, it's, it's, it's some things that we deal with, and even now, I'm not gonna sit here and make it seem like my walk is perfect. There's times that I do things, and I'm just not proud of. But the difference between now and a, a couple of years ago is that now it actually affects me. Like mm-hmm. if I do something that I know is not within what God would want me to do, or if I'm not walking in that light, it I, I do I have a conscience, and it affects me. And I'm like, oh, I probably shouldn't have handled that situation that way, or. I probably shouldn't have said that, or I'm disappointed. I, I get, I guess you can say that I get disappointed with myself when I don't do things the way that I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So now that brings back to now the topic about how friendships can affect your walk, or you know, things like that. I think when I speak about it personally, um, I feel like my friends have taken their walks at different times and mm-hmm. it sometimes it was scary for me yeah because um i almost felt like i was losing them when they were taking their walks it was it's crazy to say that because i was like oh i'm not gonna be able to do the things i like to do with them anymore or oh i'm gonna i remember when you were doing you had changed i was like lord this friendship <laughs> is about to be a struggle because you know when people think about god especially those people who haven't gotten to that point where they really have a relationship and they're really trying to live their life a certain way, it almost seems like it's going to be heavy on them. Mm-hmm. As far as this is going to be a journey that I don't know if I want to take with you. Right. Because this is your, that's your decision, but do I really want to do it with you as well? Mm-hmm. And so I know that was scary for me. Um, I guess before I even go into that, like how was that for you? Uh, You know, I don't even know if I really... I mean, no offense to anybody, but I don't know if I even really like thought about how other people would feel because I was just so like, it was just such a like me and God thing that I just wasn't like really considering. Well, well, I don't know. To be fair, like, because the pastor would always talk about, you know, the truth of when you change your life drastically you know some people are going to be in and some people will be out you know some things you do have to walk away from and some things you don't and I just always prayed that I didn't lose my friendships but I was always prepared to lose them if I had to I was just like lord (laughs) um because my friends are like more than friends like you know most of Mm -hmm. my friendships are very like family centered so I was like well I don't want to lose that but I will if I have to. So God just worked it out because he just knew. He did. <laughs> uh, he just knew. So at some points it was, especially like some of our conversations, I can remember being like, no, no, no. Like, no, no, no. I'm not going to do that. Huh. I'm not going to do you that. You said no more than a little bit, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I would be like, no, 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 no. That was like my favorite word. And like I could hear you at times being like, ugh. Like I could just <laughs> see like a big arrow like in the background. But I just you know, stuck to it. And eventually you got on board, you know, like it it turned away from, like, I never felt like you gave me like a lot of pushback. I could just more so hear disappointment, Mm -hmm. but it was never like, Oh, I can't believe you're like doing this. Like it was never like one of those conversations. Mm -hmm. So I think that's why I was able to just like, you know, okay, well she's disappointed, but she'll be Mm -hmm. all right. You know, she'll find somebody else to do, do whatever with. So she'll be okay. Um, but thankfully it kind of grew into like, Mm -hmm. Girl, I get it, girl. Or, well, 
I'm only going to ask you here because I already know right. like you're not going to want to do this. Or I'm just going to plan this for us because I know this is all, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of grew into that. So I was excited about that. But you know what I found so crazy was that, um, and I feel like we talked about this before, about trying to, in fact, we talked about it maybe last night or we talk about so many things. I don't know when we talked about it. <laughs> right. But um, we were just talking about trying to live two different lives. Yeah. And you end up having two different sets of friends. Yes. And, and actually at that point, it's so vivid to me because I can remember, I can remember trying to, to, to do that. Like I was trying to have two sets of friends and pretty much live two different lives. You know, I wouldn't invite you to certain things. So I would go do things with certain, to, with other people. And I feel like a lot of time that caused a strain on like my relationships because people would think like, oh, why you don't ever invite me to this? Or why you never, <laughs> you know, go to this or that? And the re- reality is, was that I was trying to to be who I needed to be for each relationship. Mm-hmm. Which reality is, I had to question myself, was I being true to who I am? Right. When you're trying to be in every relationship and be that person. So, you know, for that particular relationship that I felt like maybe I lost who I was or who I needed to be. Right. Because I was trying to fulfill what I thought I needed to fulfill in, in either relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like in the midst of all of that, you being true to who you are mm-hmm. and not, you know, that's and that was another conversation we had as far as making sure that you know who you are in this situation and you don't change who you are because reality is people are going to either get on board mm-hmm. or they're just going to go on their merry way. Deuces. And you and, and I think your walk needs to be like that's what people see. People don't see what you say. Mm, yeah. People really see how who you are mm-hmm. and and what you do. And I think that was one of the things that really just you know, like I told you, I've always had a relationship, but it was some things I just wasn't ready to let go of. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I, And it wasn't like I was just out there or nothing like that. It's just some things I just, you know, I still wanted to go to the club. And I'm not sitting here telling y'all I don't go to the club still. <laughs> but you're not going to find me in the club like every day of the week. And you're probably not going to find me there very often. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's, right. That's not something that I... You know, it has to be a special occasion, something that's making me go. And usually it's for somebody else, but... But for the, for, I think for the most part, I think what discussion today is about really your environment and how that plays a part on your walk. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to, and we say in friendships, but reality is we say friendship because friendships are usually the, um, or friends are usually people you're around the most. And so they may be one of the biggest impacts on your walk. Mm-hmm. It's because those are the people you spend a large amount of time with, right. um, along with your family. And so I think that um, when we're thinking about outside influences, your friends are a big part to that. Yeah. So they're either going to help you yeah. um, get to a place or they're going to deter you. Yeah. And, and you know, I guess it's important that we really focus on, you know, what we want and our goals as far as um, being close to God. Yeah. In a sense. And it's so crazy because... I think I mentioned this to you. Okay, so y'all, Benita is like my number one plug to like my obsessions to gospel music. <laughs> I think the only obsession you did not put me on was like Travis Green. Right. But um, it's so crazy when you think about it. And the more I think about it, I'm like, God, he be working. And so I just, I always wonder if like he's taking us all to the same place, right? But he knows that he has to use, like, one of us to get there first because we'll stick to it. 
You know what I mean? So the goal may have always been to like bring you here, but maybe he had to use like some people in your life to stick to it because maybe he knew that we would struggle with it a little less maybe than you would. Mm -hmm. And so us being around you would help you because Benita was like the first person to introduce me to thirsty. Now let me tell you. Girl, wait, and I don't don't know if that's (laughs) a blessed note curse. (laughs) Let me tell y'all, I don't even know if this is like, I don't even know if I told you this, but like she first said, like she never, I don't even know if I knew who Marvin Sapp was for real at this time, but she was like, girl, you need to listen to this album called Thirsty. And I was just like, I mean, okay. Like I didn't even really take into consideration that it would be like, um, a gospel album because like Benita, I didn't really even know her at the time to listen to a lot of gospel. So I didn't know what type of album this was. She was introducing <laughs> to me and I was just like, okay, girl. And so I didn't even listen to it for a while. And then, um, I think I was in like target or something. This was back when CDs were popular. Um, and I you still have that CD girl. Don't even talk to me about that CD. <laughs> I actually do. I had to buy another one. My first one broke. <clears throat> Anyway, it's the devil. Mm. Um, but I was in Target, and I saw the album. I saw something that said Thirsty, and it said Marvin Sapp, and it said Gospel. And I was like, oh, my gosh. But Nita told me about this. Let me listen to it, y'all. And, like, from that day, I listened to it for, like, seven months straight. Like, I never, ever stopped <laughs> listening to it. Um, also, what was it? William Murphy, like, his new album that he had like I came over to Benita's house (laughs) she's like blasting it I'm like what is that (laughs) and she's like oh girl William Murphy and I'm like oh my gosh then there started my obsession with that because like when I get when I like something I like it okay and I just need to have my moment until it's over um girl and then also my new my new obsession Todd uh Delaney, Delaney, I don't know how to pronounce it, but... uh can't either. I don't want to butcher it either. Right. But the point is, his album, um, is it a worshiper's experience or something like that? Girl. Either way, it's mm-hmm. amazing. The whole, ooh, just take a moment, okay? But um, the whole point is, though, Benita has always, like, put me on to these things. And I was thinking about that, like, a month or so ago. I was like, that's so crazy how... Like, the things that have been the biggest part of my journey, especially Marvin Sapp, it's really Marvin Sapp's Thirsty that I would say is, like, the biggest part of my journey, came from somebody who looked at me as, like, influencing them in their walk. Mm -hmm. And and so I just think about it. Maybe I was just the one who was going to stick to it. And so you needed to see that. Right. And through seeing that, like, you have come along. So it's just like, you know, we're all on the same playing field. God is just like, well, I'm going to use you for this, and I'm going to put this in your ear for her to do it, because when she does it, like, you'll do it. It's just so crazy how... That's true. Like, everything is connected. Yeah. That's true. So, girl, thank God for that. And sometimes, like, your biggest blessings come from, like, the least expected places. Like, again, you know, when she was, like, listening to Thirsty, I was like, what is this, Thirsty Lord? What is she telling me? She probably thought it was a thirst trap or something. Right. right? I was like, is this thirst trap music? Like, (laughs) what is Thirsty? Right. You know, one thing about me is even, um, I'm, I'm very, words and sounds make me very emotionally connected. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and even like when I when I get into a realm, usually it's because of worship music. Mm-hmm. And so that moment, especially at church, 
that moment of praise and worship is so important to me because for me, and I'm speaking of me only, um, it gets me into a realm. Mm-hmm. And so good worship music, and I know I'm going to say that in um, quotation marks because what I like as far as worship music may not be like, like I'm very contemporary mm-hmm. and modern versus I'm not an old school, you know, because that's, that's not me. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that probably has to do with my background. Like I told you all, I, I was raised Catholic, so I'm not into the hooping and the hollering. Yeah. That's just me, though. And I'm not trying to say that might not be for the next person. They might like that old school yes, gospel, get you right in. You know, Sometimes that's just... Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I, and, I t- and I think you just have to find out what it is that gets you so in tune. Mm-hmm. You know, my, I tell you that all the time, Tasha Cobb can get me all the time. I'm talking about to the point where I am in tears and don't understand why I'm crying like a baby. Because I be so, you know, and that is so crazy because I mean, me, you had this conversation and as we talk, I realize how me, you have really, really, um, quality conversations. Yeah. But I remember me and you were talking one night and I don't even know what made us get to that point, but we were just talking about, you know, I was telling you how sometimes when I get teary, I, I, I stop and try to make myself not cry Yeah, because that's my way of, you know, for the longest, I could never understand why do I always tear up like somebody just hurt my feelings And when I'm at church. Right. And reality <laughs> is, I remember one time that um, my pastor was talking about the Holy Spirit and how we, um, we receive it in different ways. And mm-hmm. he was talking about some people cry, some people, you know, hoop and collar and, you know, fall out. And, you know, everybody, some people speak in tongues. Some people just receive it so many different ways. And mm-hmm. that just gave me confirmation. But going back to what I was trying to say, I remember one day me and you were talking about it. And we were just saying that, you know, can you imagine where we would go if we just let go? Right, girl. And, you know, it's so, and I think about it and it makes me have chills because I just, I'm always like holding myself. Like, mm-hmm. and reality is, I'm gonna. I'm gonna be very transparent. Reality is, I'm always probably thinking about what other people are going to think about. Yeah, you know, like who's going to turn around? Like, why is she in tears? Is somebody, you know, <laughs> does she got issues going on at home? I'm right. just like, I'm in my mind. I'm thinking about. Look, I don't want nobody like over here judging me. Right. Because I'm sitting here boohooing, crying because I love God so much, and He's taking me to a whole another level. Right. And reality is. Because I know God for who he is, I know when he's acting on my life. And I know the things that he's brought me through. And so a lot of times, Mm -hmm. it's because I'm so in touch with where I am and what he's doing for me and the promises have for me. That sometimes it's just you get into that. But the reality is, I haven't got to a point where I can let go. Yeah. You know, and that's something that I just have to one day say. When you said that, it just hit me when you were like, can you imagine where you would go if you just let go? Mm-hmm. You're right. I, I wish I could. I need to pray for me, y'all. Pray for me. <laughs> Prayer warriors, Lord please. knows. Yes. When I start tearing up, I'd be like, oh, okay, calm down. Like, literally, I'm speaking this in my head. Calm down. Don't, don't, like, yeah. I'm, like, trying to refocus my head so I don't get to that room where I'm so, like, emotional. Yeah. And really, but, it is when you do let go and you just get out of your own head is when God is like, all right. Right. So I'll take you to the next level. Um, right. Girl. And you saying that right now reminds me of like, you know, I just came back from L.A. And I was so blessed to even be there when I was because I follow um, One Church L.A., which is Torrey Roberts and Sarah Jakes Roberts Church. 
And so I went to, you know, church there. And I went last summer to, um, so like in my mind, whenever I go to LA, like that's my church. (laughs) Um, And so, you know, a nice little surprise happened where she was having a book signing because, you know, she just had her book, Don't Settle for Safe, came out yesterday, well, Tuesday. Um, And so I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm here in town. Like I should just go. And so thankfully uh, my friend took me, uh, you know, LA is like, if you go five minutes, it really is like 30, 100 hours. Um, so I was excited. Anyway, I went to the book signing and somebody asked her a question along the lines of like, what is her younger self most proud of, like her older self for or something like that? And I just thought her answer was so sweet and you can just like feel it in the room. And basically she was just like that she loves God and she truly knows him and has a relationship with him. She was like, like for real, y'all, like. That is like the thing to be most proud of because that relationship has taken her places that she could never have imagined, you know, gotten rid of shame and guilt and doubt and just all those things. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. And when she was sitting there doing it, like I'm like about to tear up. Girl, I don't know why, because I I be like a thug in my mind sometimes. (laughs) I was just like, I don't know. We're not going to get upset. But it's so true. That's true. Like that relationship is everything. Um, And I. And I think that's why it's important to have people like I don't I can't say that I had anybody around me. Now, let me think now, because I don't need none of y'all that I love very much come with me. Um, <laughs> um, like what? What? You remember? No. <laughs> I can't say that before I took my walk that I had anybody around me that was actually like taking a hardcore walk before. Mm-hmm. But I did have people around me that were like, we were kind of like going in the same direction and we had the same conversations. And so you could see that like, okay, like something's about to take us deeper, take us deeper. And even back then you thought you was going deep, but that ain't nothing compared to like now, Mm -hmm. like fast forward, like how deep you can really get. Um, But it it really is important to have those connections because at the end of the day, like just really knowing who God is is what's going to set your life up for the next level. And so making sure that you check your circle. And not to say that you have to, like, have all friends who, you know, only want to have Bible study and do stuff like that. Um, (laughs) But be mindful of who you're around and the things that they talk about because it really is influencing your life. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you almost have to think of it in the sense of, if I had children, like, cause I don't have children, but I work with kids. So seeing kids all the time, I'm just like, they just need some positive, some energy, some light in their, mm-hmm. in their, in their lives. And they need to be able to see it. And so then they could start walking that way. So, you know, like if you have children, who would you want your kids to be around? And so you have to think the same thing for yourself. Um, so yeah, I'm just... I'm excited that it's all kind of coming full circle and turning around. So you've talked a little bit about me, (laughs) which I appreciate. But do you have any other friends that you can kind of say, like, you looked at them and was just like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, I had friends even before you decided to do your walk who did like a dramatic (laughs) U-turn. And like I told you, at that point, I have never been at a point where I felt like, um, I wasn't accepting the walk that my friends wanted to take. Mm-hmm. It, it was just scary for me because I didn't know where I fell in that walk. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't know whether, 
You know, what if I wanted to go do this? I can't do this with my friend anymore. Because reality is, that's I value my friendship enough to respect to respect whatever decision my friends make. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if I know like, oh, my friend's like, look, I don't I need I don't need to be in a club anymore, then I'm not gonna be like, hey Kimelin, let's go to the club. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Or if I know that she doesn't drink, I'm not gonna say, Oh, hey so and so, let's get a drink. Yeah. You know, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna put myself in that situation. But what I will say this is that part of friendships, and I think that's important for people to know, because I remember when you were talking to one of your guests mm-hmm. and you were saying how um it's important that you don't just say, because I'm walking this way, I don't want to be friends with any of y'all anymore. You know right, what I'm saying? Just right. totally take people out of your picture. Right. Now, don't get me wrong. If there's somebody who is totally against your walk, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, okay, let's just say that, you know, just if, just, just saying, for example, let's just say that you used to be taking drugs and use this one day you decide that, you know what, I'm going to go get rehab. I'm going to stop taking drugs. I'm going to put my rights in the right, um, you know, the right path. You're not going to go be friends with a drug dealer. <laughs> right. Like, you, you know what I'm saying so i'm not trying to say that yes you you do have to have discernment when it comes to the friendships that you keep and continue to to keep but you also have to realize that friendships are so important when they're mutually mm-hmm. it has to be a mutual um respect as far as the walk i have to respect what you're doing and you have to respect the fact that yeah i may not be there yet mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so i'm not gonna put you in a position and you're not gonna put me to the point where I feel like I don't have a friend. So I think that's one thing right. I will say about my friendships is that even though there were certain things they didn't do anymore, they weren't like totally like, I'm not going to support you. Mm-hmm. So it may be like, okay, Benita, I'm going to go with you to dinner, but I may not go with y'all after. Because, right. So at the same time, I'm saying that I'm supporting you, but you already know how I feel about the situation. Right. Or sometimes you would go do something that you probably wouldn't normally do, but you're doing it just because of me mm-hmm. or whoever it is because of the friendship. Yeah. But you know, you probably wouldn't do it normally. Right. So I think that it's just a give and take when it comes to friendship, especially when you are understanding each other. But reality is you, you it's just like children. You be around mm-hmm. people all the time. You eventually start picking up things that they do. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so if it's a good thing. Um, and I think the fact that I know that when you stay true to your walk. And so a lot of times when you want to do things, you invite us to, gospel concerts girl you know we'll go to (laughs) different conventions or whatever it is and we shared those moments and reality is those moments those were connecting us in some type of way i remember us going to women die loose together oh yes we would go to ty tibbetts concert together and so those are those are moments that we were sharing together they were things that you wanted to do but reality is i enjoy being with you so i end up enjoying the things as well right and on the flip side of that, too, like, for the friend that, because um, like you mentioned, like, sometimes people get on their walk and they think, um, oh, I have to cut everybody off. And some people you do have to cut off because they're just not good for you. They weren't good for you when you were just out here doing whatever. Um, but some people just need to see it and mm-hmm. they will get information, okay? Um, and not that you have to push it on them, you just have to live your life. Mm-hmm. And what I can definitely say I love about my friends is that y'all have, y'all respect my mind. Like, when Ty Tribbett came out here, Girl, I rounded everybody. Right, I rounded up like 10 people. <laughs> I'm like, let's go. I mean, half these people are like, who? Like, <laughs> half these people don't even listen to gospel, but the, I, they just respect our friendship so much. Um, so they were like, okay, let's go. And everybody ended up having, like, a really good time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, two on the flip side, like, don't assume that because 
you and your friends are in different places that they won't support your walk either. Right. Because all this stuff, I'm like, oh, we're having this at church or this is happening. And I mean, they might be like, what? They like, all right, like, let's mm-hmm. go. Cause they know you like to do it. And you mm-hmm. have to just have discernment about who those people are. Right. Um, right. And who those people would be. And so that definitely has been a big blessing. Cause I really think women that are loose was your idea, mm-hmm. but you know, I got my whole life, like mm-hmm. <laughs> my whole. So, mm-hmm. um, there's, so, so even like this year, I mean, unfortunately, they canceled the tour, but we were going to the We Are, was it We Are Here Worship Tour? Anyway, the tour with Travis Green, Jonathan McReynolds, and Anthony Brown. Yeah, she already planned on following out. I had the blanket ready. Girl, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I told them, you know, I rounded up three of my closest friends, um, Brandy, Benita, and Damira, and I'm just like, let's go, y'all. These people were like coming to Nashville. Like, bought plane tickets just because they knew. I mean, and they like these artists as well, but I feel like for some of them, it was just like, okay, girl, like, let's go. Mm-hmm. Like, it's in March, it's around your birthday. Um, because they knew all I was trying to do is wear my good wig, have it sewn down mm-hmm. because I had already had plans to <laughs> like to fall out. Because I just knew my soul was not gonna be able to take it, y'all. Ooh, y'all know I love Travis Green, so um. But anyway, just something like that, that people would be willing to, like, spend that amount of money just to do something that, you know, they like them too, but they know, like, it is your number one obsession. Right. (laughs) And so, and a big part of that is why they would go. So, on the flip side, too, like, you have to really just appreciate your friends who respect your walk as well. That's true. And know that they'll come around, because it's kind of like, I have, like, these weird, like, thoughts but it's kind of like being in an amusement park and it's like oh you know all of y'all is together and everybody's like let's get on this ride like the ride that like turns upside down and like yeah. stays upside down i'll probably be the one just watching y'all do right <laughs> and all your friends you know the people who are like walking towards god are like come on like let's go it'll be fun like trust me and you're sitting there like mm-mm I'm good. <laughs> and then once you get on there and they see how much fun you had and you get off like laughing slash crying and then you get to the next ride. You might not get them on that ride, but by the time the third ride comes, they're like, okay, like, I'll try it. So it's just kind of like you have to, it's time and patience and just mm-hmm. being consistent, I think, in it, who you oh, are. Consist- consistency is definitely very important. Right. And I think um, I think re- re- reality is, and let me tell you this, in my adulthood, in these last couple of years, I've realized how much my walk people are, wa- are watching. Girl, they stay watching, girl. And I didn't realize how much of a big impact I I really am to people. Reality is, I'm very humbled by it. But mm-hmm. reality is, I never realized that people watch me. Mm-hmm. To the point where people would tell me things and I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, like, in reality, it's, it makes me more aware of who I am because I re- not of who I am necessarily. That's the wrong um, word I'm saying, but it re- it makes me realize how much of an imp- impact I'm on other people. Mm-hmm. An example that I am that I ha- certain things like you'll realize I don't put on Facebook right. or things like that because I'm always thinking about well who's looking right and and not to say that I'm I'm having two different two different people. It's just reality is if people look up to me, then I want them I want to lead as an example. Right. And so reality is I'm more conscious really of how I walk because of that. Right. That's one of that's that's one of my um 
biggest um, motivators is that people are watching me, which I didn't realize. The reality right. is I was just acting on what I needed for myself, not what other people needed. And um, you'd be surprised. And I think when it comes to social media, like, because we live in such an era of social media, I don't know, I feel like our age group could kind of be out of that era, but we're kind of in it because we kind of mm-hmm. are there when it first started. started. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... I just don't want people to be fooled to believe that just because one person gets like all these likes or what, like, if, mm-hmm. first of all, we shouldn't even care about likes and stuff like that. But my whole point is don't be fooled to believe that because a person gets all these likes out of doing something that like isn't really positive does not mean that those same people who like that post aren't watching you to be like the light. Right. Now, they may not like your post or they may not, you know, engage, but people are watching because at the end of the day don't nobody want to be covered in darkness all day huh ain't that true anybody who has a conscious mind who is thinking for themselves does not want to be covered in darkness all day and so i think for a lot of people it does feel good i like i even know for myself like you know i have to kind of just like let me just hurry up and finger through this because i want to see something positive like Mm -hmm. i love seeing people do positive things and I may not always like or comment, but I see it and I appreciate mm-hmm. it. And it just kind of helps you push forward, too. Because every day is, you know, a challenge. Because, you know, we're supposed to be set apart as followers of God, but we live in the world. So it's just always, like, you can always go left or right. Always. Right. There's always a choice to make. Um, so it's just good to make sure that your social media is set up a way, in a way where you see positive things, mm-hmm. where you see real things. Right. Um and your friendships are set up in a way where it's positive, it's mm-hmm. real. Um, you know, you shouldn't feel like you can't talk to your friends about whatever. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, Definitely friendships should, should have no restraints. And I don't mean to the point where um, there's no respect. What I mean is there should be a level of comfort. Right. You know what I'm saying? There should always be a, a level of of communication, mm-hmm. effective communication, mm-hmm. safe communication. Um, but in speaking of this, when did you realize that your walk wasn't just for you? Girl. Because reality is your walk is affecting a lot of people, especially people around you. Um, see, I don't really ever know that I really thought that it, I don't know if I approach it in like this selfish way. I just kind of have just been living like, Oh, like, I'm just doing what I do. All right. Like, I still think that, like, nobody's looking. I know people are looking, but I still don't think, like, people pay that much attention. So, I guess, like, from just, like, the things that you have said or, like, I was talking to our beloved line sister, Christy. I think I mentioned this before. I never said her name, but, you know, she was just like, well, I saw you, like, you know, get, get on this path. And then I saw you kind of get re- very relaxed. And I was just like, oh, you did? <laughs> and, like, so that's when I noticed that people are are watching. But it's for me, it's not like this thing where I have to be like, oh, well, make sure you're, you know, lined up for real, for real. Just because mm-hmm. it's kind of like this is naturally who I am. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter how hard I try not to be it, it always comes back to this. Um, but I think I feel most pressure, like, if I'm having to do something. Like, we've talked about our uh, Bible study group that we had when I was, like, the quote-unquote leader of that. Um, I think I felt most pressure then because I felt like, 
not that like, oh, like people are being influenced, but my name is on this as a leader, so I have to walk a certain way. Or like in my job. And so I don't really talk God a lot to the kids, but I always want to make sure that I represent that type of energy and be that type of light for them. Um, so yeah, I guess it's them, but I don't really, I don't really think about it in the sense of, all right, got to go out the door today, like doing this because people are watching. Like, I just want, my prayer is always that like God's light shines through me. Like, mm-hmm. that's it. Like, just let your light shine, Jesus. I don't know how you're going to do it, but take me all the way out of it because you know I can be shady at times. And I, <laughs> and, right. Right? and I be trying not to, Lord. So just let your light I shine. I think you do your shade really, really professional and really nice. <laughs> like, it's never like a petty shade. It's always <laughs> like, wait, was that shade? Right. <laughs> um, so do you ever feel like you have to, like you cannot be you around people because they expect you to be a certain way? Mm, no. Uh, I think, so I have selective, I'm very selective. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, and how, and how I show myself. And it's really not on purpose, y'all. Like, I'm telling you, I took a, um, when I was in graduate school, we had to take like the official personality test. And I was like, it was like a two point difference from me being extroverted and me being introverted, which is crazy to me. Um, And I think the extrovert part is like, that's naturally who I am. But I think the introvert part is because I'm an only child. So a lot of things I've had to like process by myself and just be in my own head a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, And so depending on the situations that I'm in, and you've probably seen this, I can be really talkative. Like Mm -hmm. I'll talk to complete strangers and just be like, hey, what's up? Like, oh, I like that. Like, you know, or I can just like sit back and say nothing and just like be very observant. So and I, I really don't go into a situation most of the time and be <laughs> feeling like, okay, today is the day where I'm just going to chill or today is the day where I'm going to be whatever. But I think that like when people who don't know me well, like get to know me, they're like, oh girl, like I didn't know that you were so funny or. That happen- literally that <laughs> happens to me and it happens to me because I guess reality is you have control of what you expose right and you know me i'm a I, I'm, I'm more of a looker than i am of a poster per se i mean yeah. if i post something usually at my family i usually don't or it has to be something a special occasion i just yeah. don't really be posting and i remember the other day we had people over here for um good friday and some people were drinking and one of my husband's friends I felt that she was like trying to sneak and drink, and then I saw her like outside, and like she, I was like, "What are you drinking?" And she was like, "Telling me whatever she was drinking." I was like, "Oh," so then she was like, "Oh my gosh," she was like, she looked at me like, "Do you drink?" Because I was like trying to hide my alcohol around you. I was like, "What?" <laughs> she was like, "You know, I just didn't, you know, I," and I, it was so crazy she said that because. I realized, like, wow, I don't know. I really don't know what people think of me, honestly. Yeah. Because I guess they were like, I don't know if I portray myself as this straight and narrow. I don't do anything, whatever, whatever. But I was like, you can drink. Like, you don't have to hide it around me or whatever. But I think, because reality is, y'all, I'm not sitting here acting like I don't drink, okay? I don't drink in abundance. I will tell you that. I have had my 
past issues. But when we talk about current, because I want us to be, because I don't want nobody listening to be like, yeah, God, I'll see you. No, that's I me mean, a long time ago, like years ago. Thank but God for deliverance. Thank God. Okay. But every once in a while, I'm a social drinker. I usually only, and I when I socially drink, I don't drink much. But every once in a while, I do. So I guess they assume that I don't drink at all. Um, period. So I guess people were trying to be respectful of being around me, even though that wouldn't affect me. But um, it's it's a it's really I find it so funny in a sense of what people really think of who I am, and not it's not a bad thing. Yeah. Um, but I was just like, wow. I wonder is that what I portray? And I remember one day, you know how people always put those little things that talk about um they get people respond to your um post yeah and i think i put something like what what does benita really love mm-hmm. i think that was what the post said and somebody was like oh mj and then somebody was like god and people i was like oh and i love to let me tell y'all know it, reality is sometimes people put that in there just to really think to see what people really think about them mm-hmm. but reality it was really i wanted to see what what it's what people think reality that's right. really what I wanted to see. Is it really reality or that's what it is presumed through my social media? And reality is if you know, if you saying that you think that I love God, I do love God. Right. And if that's what you're seeing, I'm glad that's what you're seeing. Because reality is I want to help to be that, you know, I, it's not just about me loving God, but I want you to see what God has done for me. And so many, nothing that I have in my life, mm-hmm. nothing that you see right here wasn't because of God. And God is definitely in every faucet of my life, from my friendships to my marriage, to my family, mm-hmm. to my professional life, has he he has been a part of all of that, girl? He, all of ooh, that, all of energy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, nothing. All the sacrifices wasn't done just because of me. Yeah, I didn't walk that just by myself. I definitely had him. He was pulling me. Yeah, I think you know just <laughs> just to add on to that, it's it, it is kind of funny when people say stuff because you realize like this is how you see me. And I'm always, like, 100% unbothered, especially if it's, like, a, like most people will say stuff to me, like, based around God. Like, mm-hmm. well, we know, like, this is Jesus's, like, yeah. little sister, so <laughs> <laughs> let me not say anything. Right, or they'll too. Or they'll be, like, um, like, even this past weekend when I was out of town, uh, like, somebody who was there, they were just like, you know, like, I could just tell. Like, you different, but the thing about you is, like, you kind of laid back. Like, you don't really push it on people. So, I think some people, like, will feel comfortable around me because I don't really, like, I'm not the person that's just, like, you're going to hell right now. (laughs) Take one more sip. Hell is on the way. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I do speak truth. Like, I'll tell you, like, I'll call you out now. Like, okay, this ain't, this looking a little shady. Um, But I think that's because... Everybody who who is around me is like that. Mm-hmm. Like, we will call each other out. And so I think most people see me as just like, oh, like, she loves God, you know. They and, do. you know, that's a huge part of who I am. But I'm also very out of line. Um, I can say some stuff. And not, like, mean stuff, right. but I probably would say stuff that people would be like, wait, what did she just right. say? Right, you can't remember. They don't know whether to take it like a bad thing or a good thing. I just be like, mm, there she go. But reality right. is, right. I think one of the biggest things I will say is because you've been so consistent. It's so yeah. crazy because my husband, if somebody's, like, trying to holler at you, he'd be like, mm-mm. <laughs> right. You know, because he already found one look. If you ain't coming, 
Right. You, right. If you're not coming correct, don't even waste your time. Right. Or he'll be like, nope, that's not for you. That's right. not for you. Because reality is you've already set the precedence of what you're going to deal with and not deal with. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. And, and, and like I said, it's not like you're like, oh, I need this. I need a pastor to walk up to me. No, that's not what you're saying. But the reality is I love God. I'm, I'm in a stage in my life. You know, I want somebody who loves God just as much as I love God and is and is ready to be I'm not trying to say you walking. Well, no. Yes. At the end of the day, you are the age. I was about to say, I'm not trying to say that, you know, you're looking for your husband to walk right up to you. But reality is, we're at an age right now where reality is we all looking for companionship. No one's right. looking to be playing around with nobody. Right. You know, reality is, if you're not going to be a potential husband, then when I see that you're not a potential husband, why am I going to keep dealing with you? You right. know what I'm saying? So, yeah. But that's what you also need, too. Friends in your life. And I, when I tell you every single one of my friends with their shady <laughs> I'm talking about from Brandy to Bonita to Damara. Ooh, all of y'all. Like, they're number one truth tellers. Even, like, you know, Bonita's husband. Like, I love that, that we have all been around each other so long that when people just know who you are. And not to say that you're perfect, because perfection has nothing to do with it. Right. Um, because I feel like I've been consistent in my walk, but I have failed, okay, horribly at some things. And But there has never been judgment because people know at the core of it all, like, who I am. And you just need, a lot of times, you just need prayer and encouragement and a slap back to reality to get back on track. But I just love it when um things are happening. You have good people in your ear who will be like, uh, negative. We not doing that. I love Demira. She'll be real quick to be like, uh, all right, here you go, dog. Here go this prayer because <laughs> we about to pray this thing up off of you. <laughs> and so it's just such a blessing just to have people who know you and respect you. Um, and we all learn and grow from each other. Even like in the beginning when you think like if you're the only one in your friend circle that has kind of taken that walk, don't ever think that at some point they won't influence you too. Because at some point, you know, we all start to grow from each other. Um, as Proverbs 27, 17, I believe says, is iron sharpens iron. So that's just the beauty about friendships and getting with friends who are not drama filled, want to talk about meaningful life things and just want to see you grow and, and prosper into who you're supposed to be. So, so what, what Bible verse would pertain to what God sees in friendship? So what should we as friends and anybody who is in friendships, um, you know, use as far as God's words on what he wants us to either be or have when it comes to friendships? Girl, it's so many. Okay. Uh, but just to say a couple, we have first Corinthians 15 and 33, do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. Um, I just said Proverbs 27 um, and 17. Iron sharpens iron. Uh, Luke 6, 31. Do to others as you would have them do to you. I mean, it's just important to have some equal friendships. <laughs> when we talk about friendships, I mean, people that you're going to spend time with and, mm -hmm. and talk to things about um, around you. So, um, let's see, Proverbs nineteen twenty. Listen to advice and accept discipline, and at the end you will be counted among the wise. And so, obviously, you have to seek wise counsel, and a lot of that will come from like older people or people who have been through things. 
But that's also important for the people that are around you right now. Um, Make sure you're talking to people who are getting their advice or words of encouragement from the right source, which would be God, okay? If it does not align with the word, cover your ears and run. (laughs) And so those are just a couple, but there are so many um, to consider. All right. So that's true. Yeah. Do you have any that you... No, you actually said the, um, you actually said some of the ones that I, that I, I, I actually like and yeah. utilize when it comes to my friendship. Yeah. Um, oh, Proverbs thirteen twenty. walk with the wise and become wise for a companion of fools suffers harm. So. I mean, y'all might be cute. Y'all might be slaying together, but make sure that your friendships, you can slay and pray. Yes, yes. (laughs) You know, don't have like these one level friendships. Um, Just make sure that you're getting it all in your friendships because God uses people. And so, you know, a lot of times like, you know, people are fortunate enough to be able to actually hear an audible voice of God. Um, But most of the time it's God using people and experiences. So, You have to make sure that you're in the right environments to hear those things. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, choose wisely. Choose wisely. And I think one that I um, also like is Proverbs 17 and 9. Mm -hmm. Um, He talks about whoever covers an offense seeks love, but he who repeats a matter separates close friends. Friends. And I think it's so important that, number one, I think we had this conversation before um, when we were talking about knowing each other's hearts Mm -hmm. and knowing intentions. Mm -hmm. And, like, reality is, I mean, we're not perfect, and sometimes I may do something that you don't like, and you may do something that I don't like, but I know that Kendall loves me, and I know she would ne- never do anything intentionally to hurt me. Right. And I think it's always important to look at the truth of the matter and look at the intention and look at the person. And reality is sometimes we know the person's heart, but reality is sometimes we try to use the things that they do mm-hmm. to magnify or to justify our reason for, like, not wanting to be in that friendship or to be separated. But reality, that's just the devil trying to find things to, to mm-hmm. separate. Yeah. You know, uh, anytime, you know, you know, the devil doesn't like anything that's together. Right. Um, so reality yeah. is you have to really be able to, um, number one, discernment and to realize that at the, at the end of the day, I know Kendall loves me. I mm-hmm. know that no matter what situation we're in, that we're, I think that's one thing that we always talk about is being able to have open communication and talk about disagreements. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's so important when you think about friendship because we, we always going to have, there's always going to be something that you may not agree on. Mm-hmm. But I think that open communication is so important. I always tell some of the advice I give my, my sisters, that's one thing when you grew up with girls so close in, mm-hmm. in age is that, you know, always give that person the opportunity to fix it. You yeah. know, always be open enough to explain what the issue is. Because reality is, we always assume that people know what's wrong, and they may not have no idea what's wrong. Girl, <laughs> let me tell you, we probably got. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna say that we have a lot of stories like this, but we Girl. got some stories like this. Because let me tell y'all about Anita. Okay, <laughs> I love her. But Lord Jesus, thank you yes. <laughs> for growth. <laughs> I remember. Um, Girl, this must have been around Thanksgiving. I mean, we've been friends for so long, I can't even remember. Um, but I remember one time, I don't even know what happened. But, like, so, Benita's the type of person where if she gets upset, like, she just, like, get ghosts, okay? <laughs> <laughs> she get ghosts, but then she want to come back, like, two, three months later talking about something. So, what's up? 
I'm the type of person that if we ain't talking, like if I talk to you every day and we stop talking for a certain period of time, then we not probably, we probably not going to talk anymore. Like that's just how I am. And so, um, but because I think we're both try, try to be very intentional about our relationship. I think I let this foolishness go on for like a week, although I probably was not in the wrong but see, that's all a part of like following God. I don't even know how much I was into God at this point, but I was like, Lord, <laughs> let me set myself aside. Look, she looking at me like, what? <laughs> I was like, let me let this conversation keep going like it's gone, which y'all already know. <laughs> I was like, let me set myself aside, okay? And just call this girl because let me let, what she don't know is if we don't talk soon, we not going to be talking. But I just remember us like having a, con- like we just had the conversation. And then after that, it was like, all right, girl. So like, what's next? Right. Um, that was, you know that she brings that up because she, reality, she's telling the truth because reality, it wasn't just about her. It was who I was. Reality is if I, if you did something to me. I just, it was, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want to deal with you. That was it. And reality, that wasn't healthy either. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think open communication, silence is very deadly. Mm-hmm. It allows things to continue to pile on each other and get greater when reality is good, effective communication can solve something that silence cannot do. Right. And that's something that I had to learn because it wasn't just our relationship that I utilized silence with. I did that with a lot of relationships. Mm-hmm. I would just stop talking. Yeah. And reality is sometimes I was hurt. And I may be hurt about things that you don't even even know. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't fair to you or to anybody else right. about me having a personal issue. Which is kind of crazy because I'm the opposite now. Usually... Right. If something happens, I, literally, I'm telling you right. Look, I don't like that. Right. You know, because I've learned that reality is that silence is not okay. Right. Silence. In fact, my pastor just preached about that a couple of weeks ago about how much the devil will use silence to create Girl, isolation. Isolation. To get you. I mean, sometimes you do need quiet time. Yeah. But quiet time is a lot different, and sometimes you need to know when not to say something. But mm-hmm. that's a lot different than like not saying something ever in life, especially not depending on the situation. Because friendships, I mean, unfortunately. Like, some people would be like, oh, I could just walk away from this friendships. But if you're talking about marriage or, like, with mm-hmm. your kids or whatever, like, those things, you can't just sit back and be like, I'm not going to say anything. But um, you need friends that will call you out on your crap. Um, <laughs> and then you need to understand that they are your friends. And mm-hmm. so it's not coming from this evil place. So that's kind of, like, where we are now. Mm-hmm. We don't have, like, a lot of stuff. But if something comes up, like, I'll be like, wait a second. Let me call you because I don't got time. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you saying to me? Like, what's happening? Right. All right, well, let's go through this. And I swear by, like, the end of every conversation, it's like, well, I just love you so much. <laughs> right. I'm like, I'm like let's the number one. some clarity right. on this. I'm like the number one. Well, and it's kind of funny, but I think in disagreements, I'm like the number one that's like, I don't got time for this text and stuff. Mm-hmm. Get you on the phone. What did you say? <laughs> um, I agree. And then by the end, like, it's all good. And so that's just the power of, like, knowing who's around you, knowing people's heart for you, really. And that if I'm going to call you out, if you call me out, like, you're telling me the truth. You're not just telling me something just to be like, well, I'm going to say something just to make you mad. But then you have to, that's also knowing yourself. Because if my friends, you know, call me and be like, now, look, girl, now you know better. Then I got to be like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> and that's just a sign of maturity. Just mm-hmm. to be like, yeah, you're right, child. Like, you, I was out of line. Just mm-hmm. let's pray right now. <laughs> Help my soul. <laughs> like, you know. So it's just, and I can't ever really remember having, like, friends that I would say were um, 
dramatic or like negative. I feel like for, yeah, like all of my close friend circles that I've ever had have always been very good friends and like for different reasons. But um, so I've been fortunate in that way. But yeah, get you some good friends who, first of all, won't let you be out here looking a hot mess. Won't let you be out here saying anything or doing anything that they know is not you. You know what I mean? Like, if you're the friend that, that turns up and cuts up, not to say we want you to do that, but, like, your friends would know that about you. And so they're not going to call you out on some stuff because they know that's you. I mean, they should, but you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But if you're the friend that's just like, I don't, I don't know, I don't eat sweets because I have this health condition. Then you do need you some friends that'll be like, hey, that was one too many cookies. Put it down. <laughs> <laughs> or no. We're not eating this because... Oh, oh no. Do I, I'm not on your wheel. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or like, you know, oh. friends who will hear you say something and then be like, say, bro, so you want to go work out? Or what you like, all right, so let's go work out. You know, you mm-hmm. just need friends who will call you out. Yeah, accountability is like a big, big thing. So. It is. Yeah. Well, oh, girl, we have been talking for like an hour, child. This I know. Is, you know. It just gets good when you're just talking life. Mm-hmm. Um, so... We're going to wrap it up here. But there's always more to come because we can always have more time together. Yes, yes. <laughs> but I thank you so much for sitting down and just being open about your walk and who's inspired you. Um, and until next time, guys, make sure to keep your friends real close and call them out when they out of line. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. Hey, guys. If you like what you're hearing so far, follow us on Instagram at God and Lemonade. Hit the like button and share it with some friends. Hey, y'all. It's Ken here with a final thought. Um, You know, friendships are so important because those people that we allow around us are those that get to see some of our most vulnerable moments and they influence us to do some of the best and sometimes worst things in our lives. So it's very important that you are intentional about picking your friends and intentional about keeping healthy, loving friendships. And if you are on your walk with God, don't grow weary in doing good. Um, Keep it consistent. Those people who are around you are watching and they are counting on you to be you. First Thessalonians 5:11 says, "Therefore encourage one another and build one another up, just as you are doing." It is our job as friends to continuously encourage each other to do the right things, to walk on the right path. And we can do this just simply by showing it, by being the example. It's so great and it's so awesome that God did not create man to be alone. Um, Not only, you know, it's not just for romantic relationships, but giving us friends that turn into family is such a blessing. So make sure that you check your circle and that you are being a great friend and your friends are being great friends and that God is in the details.